You're listening to Legal Talk Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Special Reports on Legal Talk Network. This is Adriana Linares. I'm a legal technology trainer and consultant based out of Orlando, Florida. Today's show is being recorded on location, though, during the ABA mid-year meeting at the George R. Brown Convention Center in downtown Houston. We're here to cover this event and its highlights for you, our listeners. Joining me now is Mr. Rich Raleigh from Alabama. Hey, Rich. Hey. Thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Happy to be here. Well, it's pretty cool when we get uh, bar presidents to come around, take a few minutes, and tell us about what's going on in your state, so I appreciate that. Before I ask you some more, more pointed questions, tell us a little bit about yourself and your practice and where you live in Alabama. Sure. I practice uh, with Wilmer and Lee in Huntsville, Alabama, uh, which is in North Alabama. And uh, I have a uh, practice that's mainly litigation in Huntsville, the high-tech city it is. We do a good bit of trade secret non-compete litigation, oh, government cool. contract work. Um, but my firm uh, of about 35 attorneys uh, represents businesses and individuals all over the state. I think maybe we should tell listeners, because maybe they don't know, that Huntsville is a, a space capital of sorts. It is. We're Give here in Houston, and, and you're from Orlando. Yeah. Uh, all big space places. Uh, Marshall Space Flight Center, uh, NASA uh, headquarters is in Huntsville. And we also have Redstone Arsenal, which is the uh, Army's Missile Defense Command. And I've spent a lot of time in Huntsville. I have a firm there that I work with, and it's just a great town. I mean, I would not have imagined that there was such a cool little town in northern Alabama until I got to spend some time there. So it must be a nice place to call home. And you're the current president of the Alabama Bar. I am. Is it Alabama Bar? It's the Alabama State Bar. Alabama State Bar. How many members do you have? We have 17,744 members. As of yesterday. As of yesterday. <laughs> I don't know what happened overnight. But, yeah. That's great. And how did you, you know, what does it take to become the, the president of the bar there? Do you ascend up? Is there a vote? Is there a runoff? Like, what happens? Well, I'd, nobody ran against me, so there was okay. no election. Um, but but you turn in petitions with names and uh, qualify. And if you're in good standing, then uh, with, I think, 25 signatures, you can qualify to run. Uh, and we've had contested elections in the past. Sure. I started my career in the, uh, essentially, the board of um, bar commissioners, the board of directors for the state bar, and did 10 years there, which is kind of a typical progression. Right. Yeah, every state has their sort of way of getting up there. And you're here in Houston because of the? National Conference of Bar Presidents and Southern Conference Bar Presidents meetings that go along with the uh, ABA meetings. That's great. And um, what sorts of things are the hot topics that the bar presidents are discussing these days? Well, a lot of the topics we're talking about uh, are sort of the transition and changes that are affecting the legal profession. Right. It's hard to ignore those things today. Yeah, and one of my areas of focus this year is, is transitioning lawyers, uh, people making the transition into the practice of law, people returning to the practice of law after time out, uh, people going from private practice to in-house government law positions, and retiring lawyers who are, uh, who are getting out of the profession. And what sorts of programs or things have you either been moving along or getting started or, you know, what are you doing to try and help with the the transitioning lawyers? Well, we've started a couple of new sections. One is a small firm and solo section. Um, And when we surveyed uh, that group, which, you know, you probably know is a large part of the bar, um, they were just surprised that somebody asked if they were interested. Uh, they, no one had really reached out to them in that way for a while, I think. Um, but the same thing was true with the in-house and government law section oh, that we just yeah. stood up. Oh, good. Um, so we, we, we're doing those things. Uh, we're creating a reentry program that's going to be at the Alabama State Bar meeting this year in July uh, for the people coming back into the practice. And we're trying to address some um, 
master's law issues, older lawyers who Excellent. have uh, uh, kind of transitioning their practice and, uh, and, and uh, succession planning for their firms. And you told me off the side you have another interest, and that's veterans. Yes. Now, I think that's really interesting because no one else has mentioned that to me as a focus. So tell me a little bit about why that's an interest for you and, and again, what you're doing as far as programming for that. Sure. We have about 400,000 veterans in the state of Alabama, uh, a lot of them now returning from uh, Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, and I'm a veteran myself. I was in the Army JAG Corps after law school. Uh, and so I'm interested in supporting veterans in that, uh, in, in their legal needs and other, uh, other things. We've got veterans treatment courts that address kind of the uh, needs of veterans in court. Uh, oh, interesting. Trying to also provide pro bono services, legal services to veterans, service members, and their families uh, who can't afford legal services. Sure. And working with uh, Governor Bentley, our governor's uh, Alabama Veterans Network, AlaVetNet, uh, to provide support to service members across the state. So I kind of feel like a dummy, but I'm going to ask anyway. Do other states have these veterans courts? I have never heard of that. Yeah, I think um, there's a number of them. I talked okay. to uh, my contemporary from Maryland who uh, they are, they're standing up some veterans courts as well. And it's kind of a holistic approach to um, veterans problems uh, right. when they have... Uh, criminal problems or other civil problems uh, get to the heart of it. Uh, and a lot of times it, it um, also involves mental health help, financial uh, help as well, and helping them get the VA benefits that, to which they're entitled. Uh, sure. A lot of times solve some of those problems. That's so interesting. I love that. Um, that's a pretty special area. And I just, I guess I'm just so interested because it's one of those things I haven't heard of. And I feel with as many lawyers and leaders that I talk to, I tend to hear the same things over and over again. And I hope it's bigger than what I think. You know, I hope there's more out there going on for veterans that, from a legal perspective and lawyers paying attention to that than I realize. That's yeah. pretty cool. The ABA has some pretty good programs as well for, okay. to help veterans get their benefits, uh, VA, VA appeals, um, and uh, we have encouraged our membership to, to get qualified through that and, and take cases. Yeah, well, I really like that. And um, as far as any other activities that you have, is, are you on any other commissions or member uh, divisions or committees? <laughs> I'm on several. Tell me more. Uh, <laughs> While I was on the board of bar commissioners, I worked in the, on our disciplinary panels. Um, mm, and fun. Well, it's not <laughs> not everything we do is uh, is fun, right? Uh, but it's important to the profession. Uh, I also am on the board of the uh, Alabama Law Foundation, which is our IOLTA group. Great uh, uh, interest on lawyer trust accounts, uh, where we. Um, raise money and take money from trust accounts, use it for access to justice issues and other Excellent. important issues across the state. And what do you feel are some of the main concerns? Of, as you, I'm sure if you had to travel around the state and give presentations and meet your members, are you hearing a lot of concerns? Like, What are the big issues that lawyers think they're going to be facing over the next couple of years? Well, there's years. A, lot, a lot of change, and, there's, sure. and, and you're familiar uh, with the Alabama market a little bit. There's uh, several large Birmingham firms that mm -hmm. went away last year. Um, there's uh, just a change in the practice, and a lot of uh, firms grew very quickly um, when business was good and there was some contraction. Uh, I think there's some nervousness uh, with a lot of the attorneys, but I am very optimistic about the future. Uh, I see the ship riding itself to a, to a large extent, but you, you have to stay on, on top of things. You've got to continually be growing with your practice and learning new technology uh, and making that part of your practice to stay ahead.
No, I, I agree 100%. For me, technology is always a, a big topic. I, I feel that lawyers are overwhelmed with how much technology there is these days and just trying to figure out how to use it effectively or even just use it at all is, you know, definitely something that I see as a big issue, too. Sure. There's a lot of CLAs going on oh, with, yeah. about high-tech stuff and uh, things that you can put in your practice. And if you walk away with one or two points, it, right. it, can, it can really make a lot of difference. And um, the annual convention that you all have every year, you get... How many? Do you have any idea how many attendees you get? I think you guys get a pretty good turnout. Sure, um, five hundred uh, yeah, typically, which uh, is a good turnout. Sure, you know it doesn't sound like it is, but it is. Yeah, uh, we have we, we have a number of specialty bars that also have their own annual meetings. Um, this year's meeting uh, in July will be at the Grand Hotel in Point Clear, which is a beautiful place, and we try to make it. Uh, a fun time for families and, and uh, their, their kids, but also a good learning experience. And you can get all of your CLN yeah. uh, at one time. Well, and the reason I brought it up is because I know you actually have some great practice management vendors that come to that to that annual meeting, and it's a great place for attorneys to be able to talk to some of the vendors, whether they're marketing vendors or technology vendors or practice management vendors that can help them sort of navigate those technology waters. So definitely a good opportunity for Alabama lawyers and, yeah. and anyone else. One of our focuses this year at the annual meeting is going to be on something that you and I had talked about earlier, business of being a lawyer, how yeah. to run the, make money doing what we do, uh, which is important. Uh, so th- that will be one of the things that will be helping new lawyers and, and uh, people who manage firms. That's a great topic. I think a lot of times, and Certainly from my experience, I run into lawyers who I have to remind them. I mean, they know, but I have to remind them, hey, you're a business owner, you know, because they're so focused on being a lawyer. So I love the idea of reminding them and helping them about the business of being a lawyer. I think that's great. Well, it looks like we've reached the end of our program. I want to thank you so much, Rich, for coming by. And we snagged you over Twitter. Twitter can work miracles. I mean, whoever says Twitter doesn't get you clients, that's how we got you here. That's right. I enjoyed being here. <laughs> Tell our listeners how they can keep an eye on what you're doing as far as um, your presidency and then afterwards, and your Twitter handle is a good way to do that. If you, any other information you want to share, like your firm website is great. And... Yeah, I am at Rich Raleigh, R-I-C-H-R-A-L-E-I-G-H. Um, the Alabama Bar also has a Twitter account, uh, and uh, my law firm is at uh, uh, www.wilmerlee.com W-I-L-M-E-R-L-E.com That's an easy one to remember. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. This has been another edition of Special Reports. I'm Adriana Linares. Until next time, thank you for listening. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer.